but darkness did cover the world once in legend. We know so little about the Keyblade War, only that it was just the beginning. Where's Sora? This is the video game with Sora in it. Got it memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. My name's Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. What's up, Wheels? Not much. I always think that the most profound ideas presented in culture surround contradictions within our understandings of how the world works, and I think Aqua's story. Um, provides one of those contradictions in that Aqua is a fascinating character, and yet the game gives her nothing to do. Why? <laughs> well, you see, there's the thing about Kingdom Hearts where it's not necessarily written very well. Uh-huh. It's a pretty consistent issue, I would say. I um, Especially I find... with its women characters. Weird. It's, yeah, huh. weird, huh? Hmm. It's almost like a man might be writing it. I, uh, uh, it, it, she gets stuff to do at the end of the game, but like her mm-hmm. story proper is like a snooze fest and a half, yeah. and it's a shame because she's cool. I finally started reading the Kingdom Hearts two book that Alexa Ray Coria wrote, and I got through the intro section, and she cites a interview with Nomura that sounds a lot like something David Lynch would say, and he says, "I like to leave spaces in the stories. I don't like to tell every detail." So people can imagine things. And I'm like, draw maps and leave blank spaces. I've read Powered by the Apocalypse games. (laughs) And I read that and I think I've definitely picked up on that. And also, (laughs) it's still bad. Like the things that you do write also fall through a lot. That Yeah, I mean, it's a very important storytelling technique that can be misused. Mm -hmm. Apparently he is so committed to that that he doesn't, like, share things with people very often, and it's like, oh, okay, so no one has, like, edited this (laughs) in any meaningful way? (laughs) Anyways, enough dragging Tetsuya Nomura. Hey, can we cut out this this part where Ventus just yells about being small? It's it's a little... No, it will become incredibly important in the (laughs) seventh arc. You just don't know yet. Kingdom Hearts 3, Ventus comes back. And he's very small, but Sora Guess actually what? knows I'm how. Huge asshole! <laughs> Eat my ass! <laughs> the secret is that actually the Cinderella world did just get really big, <laughs> and it's all just been this subversion of expectations. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Aqua's story: she kind of just follows people around and cleans up after Terra. Yeah, we begin. With the scene we always begin with in these stories, which is the Mark of Mastery exam. Then we get the scene of Xehanort leaving and talking uh, connivingly with Vanitas. If you recall, there's that scene where uh, Eric, like the other two are leaving, Terra and Ventus are leaving, and Ericus is like, Oh, and Aqua, since you graduated, I can tell you the secrets about, I don't know, how to read a college syllabus or whatever so aqua (laughs) stays behind 
I could use that information still. <laughs> and he's talking to her and he's saying, And insomuch as you are now Keyblade Master, you must always be conscious of... And then the castle bells ring like they do in everybody's story. And Can we Terry talk... Terry shows back up. What's up? The, the, they make this huge hullabaloo about the secret information that only Aqua knows. And then you get into it in Aqua's story, and he doesn't even get to tell her it. <laughs> it's a really well-made game. Wheels? Okay. I don't know. I mean, she does end up getting, like, a bit more information just insofar that fucking she stays longer than everyone else. And he's like, actually, uh, be, be, be careful about the whole Terra thing, you know? <laughs> she's like, he could yeah, okay. break bad. And she's like, no, he won't. And he's like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we can skip most of this since most of it is uh, we've already seen. Mm-hmm. You get the you get the scene where Ericus explains to Taranaka what the Unversed are, something, something, Master Xehanort's gone, something, something, Yen Sid, something, something, Princesses of Heart. We know how it goes. Yep. Tara leaves. Aqua is about to. We see Ventus just like run I from love... one side of the frame to the other. <laughs> I mentioned that in the Ventus story. I fucking love that shot. It's so funny. It's and real funny. It's definitely not intended to be, but it is very funny. I think it probably is. Like, you think so? Or at least supposed to make you think like, what's going on there? And like, if you already know the answer to that question, is just kind of silly. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think it's probably supposed to be at least a little silly. Um, well, it worked in that case. Uh, yeah, then Ericus tells her, watch out, Tara is gonna, I don't know, kill the younglings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she goes out to, you know, deal with the unversed. She sees Ventus flying away. Ericus runs out and also sees Ventus flying away. And he says, no, he mustn't. You have to bring him back. And Aqua says, don't worry, master. And then follows <laughs> yep we had to castle of dreams yep and this yeah so we aqua flies very very slowly obeys all the traffic laws as we discussed earlier mm-hmm. stops at every red light on the interstellar highway this is also like the last world Terra goes to right i of the first three think so it's been so long since we've talked about Terra. Regardless, he's already done with this world by the time mm-hmm. Aqua gets there. We've seen the scene before, but it's been a while, so we might as well run through it. Aqua says, Terra, Ven went away. Aqua says, Terra, Ven went away. I can't say Ven ran away. Sells seashells by the. Terra, Ven went. I. <laughs> this is not a bit either. No, I believe you. Tara, then ran away from home. It's like, Aqua, are you okay? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> You're awful at speaking, Aqua. Ugh. I think he left to go find you. Do you have any idea why? Tara says, No. Actually, just before I left, he tried to tell me something. I should have listened to what he had to say. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> You're awful, Tara. <laughs> so did you manage to locate Master Xehanort, at least? <laughs> no, but it seems he's searching for pure hearts filled with light. 
pure hearts filled with light? Super baby method? <laughs> All I can tell you is that his search hasn't taken him here. All right. I'll stay and see if I can find some more clues. Okay. The prince is in the ballroom ahead. He might have some answers. Thanks. Aqua, do you still have the same dream? Yup. <laughs> There's this girl here. Her name is Cinderella. She made me realize how powerful it is just to believe. No matter how impossible things may seem, a powerful enough dream will always be enough to light the darkness. You'll see at the end of this game when I make it. If you see <laughs> her, give her my thanks. Will do. Tara and, leaves, and yep. then she says, <laughs> He'll be alright. He won't give in to it. Yeah, okay. Aqua. The thing about this game... Naively optimistic. The thing about this game is that with it to be a prequel, they have to set up some dark-ass shit. Mm-hmm. But it's still a Kingdom Hearts game, so the whole time the messaging is like, friendship is more powerful than anything, except I guess this one old man. <laughs> I mean, you know, like the whole <laughs> thing is just about how powerful these front three friends are when they work together, but but they, they don't, don't really they don't... win. Like oh. she cleans up some messes at the end of this in the final and secret episodes, but it's still real bad. Yeah, it's just you know they weren't powerful enough friends. It's a commentary on their lack of communication. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Aqua approaches the prince and she walks past the evil stepmother and whatever and the mustache man is also there and talks about who they are, I guess. Aqua does, like, voiceover a lot in her story. She thinks to herself, which is something that a lot of people in Kingdom Hearts kind of just do out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it just goes to show that she thinks where, where uh, <laughs> other Kingdom Hearts characters tend to just act. Think ahead? What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> I hate you, Slash. <laughs> uh, Aqua voiceover says, there was something very wrong about those three, uh, referring to the stepmother and stepsisters. The, what the, I keep calling him Mustache Man. What is uh, he actually, like the prince's uh, good pal, servant, friend? Yeah. He sure. talk, he's talking to the prince about how he's going to, Use the glass slipper that fell off uh, Cinderella's foot to tell who Cinderella is. You know the story. Mm -hmm. And and Aqua says, "Oh, her name was probably Cinderella. I was just told by my friend Tara." Yeah. <laughs> and then the she movie does not ends. put two and two together. <laughs> uh, instead, she focuses on uh, that those three were that. The stepmother's name is Lady Tremaine. Since Aqua noticed uh, darkness when she passed by the three of them, she goes to investigate. She gets to the house uh, after Mustache Man is already there. And, or no, I don't think he's there yet. Something, I don't remember. Um, no, he's already there. And Aqua's outside and she says to herself, As I feared, there's darkness here. Fairy Godmother appears behind her and says, Wait! It's too dangerous to fight the darkness with light, my dear. Okay. What? <laughs> this whole... I'm sorry? This world is so wild because this whole time, the fairy godmother just says some shit that Xehanort would say. Uh-huh. But, but, but she it says comes out it... of, like, her fairy godmother mouth. Yeah. And we're just be supposed to be like, hmm, yes, the world does need to be rebalanced in darkness and light. I'm what? sorry. <laughs> The light, the darkness is just the light casting a shadow. 
Says, oh, okay. It's nice when you say it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Andrew WK. You might be a centrist, <laughs> actually. Uh, uh, anyways, she asks who the fairy godmother is. The fairy godmother says, Cinderella's fairy godmother. I don't know what voice that is, but I'm, I'm committing what? to it. Cinderella's oh. fairy godmother. Oh, I appear to those to believe that dreams come true. And I'm honored. But why would you advise me not to fight darkness with light? Strong rays of sun create dark shadows. That's literally just and that's just, just the Andrew WK thing I said. <laughs> Sadly, Lady Tremaine and both her daughters are jealous of Cinderella's charm and beauty, qualities that appear to you as light. Jealousy is darkness. Light and dark go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Okay? But, like, <laughs> are you saying that, like, jealousy is totally fine? And that, like, also maybe you shouldn't conflate her good looks with the power of light or whatever? Like, I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> so much that's fucked up. And it doesn't... And, like... Uh, well, I guess I, I won't... We'll get there at the end of this world. Well, she says... Doesn't... And later doesn't help either. Uh, Aqua understandably says, Then what should I do? It's quite simple, dear. One of Cinderella's friends is trying very hard to keep her light from fading. I want you to get very small. Uh-huh. I think... I think you had suggested that Aqua gets small too, and I didn't think she did, but she does. And we do know like how she got sequence. so small. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Fair Godmother actually says, I want you to join little Jacques and help him. I can do that. You'll need a bit of my magic to help, Jacques. Come see me when you're ready. And then you, you do that. And then you uh, come see her when you're ready. Bibbity boppity bonks her, and how did Aqua get so small? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And she's totally fine with it because she knew it was coming. She does not yell, questioning. Well, she she knew something was going to happen. I feel like if somebody told me, hey, go help my friend's friend help my friend. You're going to need a little bit of magic, though. And then you're very small. And then you just get the size of a mouse. I think I'd still be surprised. I mean, okay, but you you would know the answer to how you got so small, though. Because you would say, oh, well, I can connect those dots. This is that magic that she was talking about. That doesn't make it any, like, I would be like, does my body still work fine? I'm pretty <laughs> sure the proportions of my organs is, like, real important, and you just can't, you can't just shrink me and expect it all to be still fine. Well. Do my individual cells shrink as well? Do the atoms, like, forming them shrink as well? Did I lose memories in this process? Because there's, like... A tenth the amount of uh, wherever memories are stored? Do the memories get very small? <laughs> they're, just, they're just in zip files now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, they just zipped them up. Nominee should get herself a WinRAR. <laughs> that would solve uh, a she, lot of problems. Uh, she just hasn't paid for the... She's just using the free trial right oh, now. Okay. She has no reason to pay That's for it. That's why it took a goddamn year to put uh, Sora's memories back together. because uh, the window <laughs> kept popping up saying, like, hey, you should fucking buy this. But she didn't have to, so she just closed it out. And... Jacques is there. He's carrying a big key. He's like, oh, the stepmother locked Cinderella up, and I'm going to fix it. And then Aqua's like, oh, I'll help. And she summons her keyblade. Jacques notices that, and, and he's like, oh, you got one of the things Ven has. And she's very surprised at that, asks how he knows Ven, and he says that they're friends, and that Ventus helped, Cinder uh, fix, helped him fix Cinderella's dress, but he's already gone because he's looking for his other friend. And Aqua says, oh, dang, Ven, you just missed Tara because he was just here. 
Can you imagine if Ventus had seen Terra, but very, very large, tall Terra? Be a pretty good scene. Yeah. Somebody tell me how Terra got so big! <laughs> but you can overhear that the mustache man is trying out the glass slipper and all the stepsister feet. Mm. And unversed appear, you fight them, you guide uh, Jacques to the keyhole and prevent him from being killed by the unversed. Unversed? Uh, unversed. She actually, like, doesn't really say it. She's mm. the only one. Or maybe she does later, but I don't recall her yelling unversed quite as much as the other two. Um, the scale has just been so shifted by how much Tara says it. That's true. She is still tiny. She's standing on one of the barristers in the entryway of the castle, palace, home, estate. And Mustache Man is there talking to Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters. And he says, you are the only ones here. That's just old person. I don't know what his voice is. Sounds, you know, like he has a mustache. Yeah. That's his defining feature. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so he asks if there's anyone else here. Lady Jermaine says, nope, sure isn't. <laughs> Not a single other uh, breathing person in the building. Aqua turns towards the door and says, come on, hurry, Jacques. And then she, I don't know if it's like she purposefully makes herself big to be a distraction or if the magic just runs out, but she get, she get big and fall down and everyone stares at her. Yeah, Understandably. She'd, she'd do a big folly and, yeah. um, yeah. And then she's like, I, I, I have feet. <laughs> damn, damn, she a Keyblade Master and, and she, she got, got feet. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she offers to, to try on the gas slipper. Uh, I think just obviously stalling for time or whatever. Has she at this point put it together that it's Cinderella, you think? Uh, certainly, yeah. Because uh, why else would she care? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's nothing really conveyed ever at any point in this game aqua's smart she's smarter than the other two she figures it out that's true aqua does think we've confirmed that compared mm -hmm. to everyone else mustache man says oh i met you at the palace unfortunately you are not the young lady the prince is looking for and aqua says but i am a girl and i have feet <laughs> i should at least be given a chance to try that on and lady Tremaine says um who are you, and what are you doing in our house? I think, isn't she also the exact same voice as Maleficent? Yes. Yeah, all, all three of the first worlds just have the same, same bad guy. Uh, no, I think th the evil queen isn't... Are you sure? In... Snowpop? Snowpop white? Fuck, which one it... I don't think the snow... Is the Snow White Lady Maleficent voice too? I think so, at least in the game. God, I might be wrong. Did they just but think we like wouldn't so. fucking notice? No, I don't know. It's hard to say. Do you think that we wouldn't notice that Ventus kind of looks like Roxas? They're <laughs> trying to like maybe they won't notice that I can only draw one face. <laughs> <laughs> just reuse the character model. It's fine. Put a He's different shirt on. Oh, man, if Sora's in Smash, think of all the fucking mirror fighters. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Lady Tremaine's like, who are you? Why are you in our house? And the stepsisters are like, yeah, what she said. <laughs> and uh, Lady Tremaine says, that girl does not live here. I only have $2. I believe we are finished here. And Mustache Man says, well, regardless, she means no harm. Here's a shoe. And Aqua is still, like, waiting for Jacques. Um... But then Cinderella comes in and says, Hey, no, I want that shoe. And Lady Tremaine says, Pay no attention to her. She's just an imaginative child. 
<laughs> there is no shoe. <laughs> there is no shoe? There is no shoe. And, and Tara somewhere is like, yeah, there, there isn't a shoe, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mustache Man says, Madam, my orders were every maiden. Every maiden's foot must touch this slipper. <laughs> oh, God. The implications of this story that I'm suddenly now realizing is kind of upsetting. Uh, uh yeah, then Cinderella tries it. She, the stepmother tries to trip. Well, succeeds in tripping Mustache Man. The glass slipper shatters on the floor, but Cinderella's like, it's fine. I have the other one, and it and surprise, it fits. And it's like, well, damn, if you had the other one, I don't know why you were trying it on in the first place. It kind of seemed like you already had the information we needed. Anyways. Aqua leaves. Uh, the step, stepmother and stepsisters are very mad at Cinderella because she's leaving with Mustache Man to go to, the, to see the prince. And Lady Tremaine, stepmother, says Cinderella will be put in her place. Aqua leaves. There's a scream in the distance. Mustache Man runs out explaining that Cinderella was attacked by a monster in, in the forest. Top of the screen information pops up. It says, put Cinderella in her place. <laughs> no! No. In the forest, we see that the monster is this uh, pumpkin carriage, pumpkin carriage unversed boss. Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters are next to it, and they're, like, cackling. She screams, this is what happens when you go against my wishes. And then a pumpkin <laughs> bomb kills them. Sure. A D and they, a bomb falls on them. There's an explosion and we never see them again. They I, die, right? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they just, they're dead. They respawned in the house. Um, oh, I mean, Roxas got hit by a lot of pumpkin bombs is what I'm saying. That's true. And he's fine. Tough boy. Anyways, they fight Aqua Wind. Cinderella's there, by the way, being yes. uh, antagonized by the carriage. Yeah, it's like trying to put her in her place. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, after they win, we see Cinderella getting to the palace and embracing the prince. And Aqua watches from the courtyard and the fairy godmother pops back up and Aqua says, A pure heart filled with light. It's strange. The master told me darkness needs to be destroyed. But how, if not with light? My dear, you're too young to know. God damn it. Experience more things and you'll know the answer. Just trust in your dreams. And that's it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the worst possible advice. Hey, um, I gotta travel to multiple worlds and, uh, Stop a dark force that's threatening not only our worlds, but also every single person I care about deeply. The capital um, W Do you have world. any advice? Oh, don't do things the way that you've been taught and works. Just believe in yourself, and when you're older, you'll know what to do. Shut up! <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> yeah, she turns, and then you see that her eyes have turned yellow. <laughs> No. Fairy Godmother got Norton. <laughs> Fuck. A plot twist no one could have predicted. Anyways, it's time for the Dwarf Woodlands. I don't know how we spent 25 minutes talking about Castle of the Dreams. That's a good question. Um, and there was no bit about how small she was. Anyways, no. we go to the Dwarf Woodlands. Snow White is given an apple by the evil queen and, you know, the one. And she takes, she takes a bite of that apple because it was just so shiny and delicious looking. But then she dies. 
And when Aqua shows up, <laughs> she she shows up to see all the dwarves mourning. And her, why are we laughing about the death of Snow White? <laughs> <laughs> because we know she ain't dead. It's like when Goofy dies. <laughs> the funniest scene in Kingdom Hearts: the death of Goofy. God, uh, they'll pay for this. <laughs> uh, Aqua arrives in Dwarf and finds the dwarves crying around around the coffin that she's in. And Aqua says, what's happened here? Doc says, poor Snow White. And uh, she looks through the, the glass to see Snow White laying there. And then Doc continues. Shit ton of dwarves say shit. Yeah, you'll know. You go to. They all just say about how, how she was poisoned by an apple from the evil queen and that she was very nice. I, ha- I, I am very diligent. <laughs> I am very diligent with my notes and that I write down everything that is said. Unless it's incredibly unimportant, but I don't bother to look up what the actual names of the dwarves are, so I got a little creative. Um, Anyways, uh, you know the seven dwarves: Doc, Mopey, Sleepy, Fucky, Horny, Mimi, and Bougie, <laughs> <laughs> and another one. <laughs> yeah, there is one that's just another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled voice, another one. Um, <laughs> All right, well, yeah, they say a bunch of nice things and that she was so great and good, but then she was murdered by an apple. And mm-hmm. Aqua's like, well, is there any way we could help her? And uh, one of them says, or I guess it's Doc, that says, not unless somebody craves the basil or craves the castle. She's like, I could, I could crave some basil right about now. <laughs> um, oh, I'm really craving for a basil. Oh, I sh- we should look up what basil is, but hopefully it's nothing. Bougie says, I'll, I'll Google. Bougie, which is totally their name, Bougie says, All you fools can stay here doing nothing, but I'm not a fear to gurn. What? I'm not a fear to go and naughty with that witch's lair. No, that's, what, get... that's how the subtitles write it. My notes are very accurate. But I'm not a fear to go in here. Okay. Great. <laughs> it says a freed. A freed. Because um, that's how he pronounces it. A basil or. A basil house or Bastille house is a type of construction found along the Anglo-Scottish border in the areas formerly plagued by border reavers. What? They are fortified farmhouses characterized by security measures against raids. Their name is said to derive from the French word Bastille. What the fuck is border reverse? Border reaver? What's a border reaver? Border reavers were raiders along the Anglo-Scottish border from the late 13th century to the beginning of the 17th century. That's a long time. Their yeah. race constituted of both Scottish and English people, and they raided the entire border country without regard to the victim's nationality. Their heyday was in the last hundred years of their existence during the time of the Stuart kings in Scotland and the Tudor dynasty in England. Damn. Welcome to the most educational Kingdom Hearts podcast. Yep. I've already forgotten everything you just said. Um, I do not have it memorized. Aqua is gonna go save the whatever. Yeah, uh, she goes uh, through the castle to you know stop the curse or whatever. Mm-hmm. She gets to she sees. I I write him down as uh, Prince whatever his name is, but apparently he's not named in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Awesome, um, which is why I couldn't figure it out. Isn't uh, it? She asks if I thought that was the one that was literally just called Prince Charming. Oh, he might be Prince Charming. I don't know. Aqua says, is something wrong? And uh, Prince says, this castle, it's different somehow. 
and I can't find the princess or hear her beautiful voice. Was it all a dream? Wait, you mean you know Snow White? So fucking leap. Uh, <laughs> there's only one. She's seen one princess and one prince. Did they even? Did the dwarves even say that she was a princess though? No, probably Maybe. not. We did kind of skip over it. Uh oh, wait. Yeah, I'm reading your notes, and there is something about falling in love and a prince. Oh, so. Um. Anyways, the prince says to Aqua, "Oh yes, we met once. It was a song that drew us together. Has something happened to the princess?" Yes, I'm afraid so. The wicked queen tricked her into eating a poisoned apple. I must go to her. Where is she? In the woods, guided by seven kind dwarves. I will find her. Perhaps there is some way I could help. She fights a bunch of unverse in the castle. She reaches the room where the mirror thing is. She says something's not right. And then she goes up to the mirror and then like a flash of fire and lightning is in the mirror. And that mirror face in the mirror appears. Mirror. Mirror, and mirror. then she gets sucked into the mirror and fights the mirror in the mirror. <laughs> that is all of the context you get, by the way. Yeah. It's so jarring. If you, I played Aqua's story first. It's so jarring because it's just like, uh, oh, oh, I guess this is a boss fight. This There's is happening now. Uh-huh. I played Ventus and then Aqua, so I still had no contact. Yeah. I gotta say, that might be the best way to play the game in terms of just like, okay, now this is happening. <laughs> I have no uh -huh. I have no information at all. Yeah. And then you play Terra Store and you realize that everything's his fault. And then so she beats up the big mask head and then goes back. I guess it's fine now. Yeah, she, when she defeats it, she's back in the the user world <laughs> and the mirror says, The queen is gone, my service done. Adieu, O victorious one. The mirror says, Heh. He asked me to buy him some time, and I guess he got it. <laughs> the mirror says, uh, as if. <laughs> and then the mirror has two yellow eyes. What? <laughs> Whoa. That part's not true, just for the record. Definitely not true. Uh, Aqua goes back with the prince to the sad dwarves. The prince kisses Snow White, and now she's totally fine. Do you realize how little happens in this world for Aqua? Yeah, it has not been ten minutes. <laughs> And we're, like, done. That's all that happens. Then, she, yeah, the prince kisses her, and she's awake and fine because of the power of heterosexuality, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and she says, Aqua says, that's so sweet. It's just like a miracle. And then we get a flashback to uh, an unconscious Ventus with Aqua watching over him. And she says, Ven, what, Ventus, why won't you wake up? She turns to walk out, but then he kind of stirs, and he opens his eyes, and she says, You're awake! Ventus, it's a miracle! Terra, Master Ericus, Ventus is awake! Terra runs in, and then we snap back to reality. And, oh, there goes gravity. The dwarves are floating in the air. <laughs> uh, not really, but Snow White is there, kissing them on the forehead or whatever, and Aqua thinks to herself, Every waking is a new journey. Maybe Ven left because it was his time. I'm sorry, what? You learn this lesson pretty early and then decide not to follow it. Every waking is a new journey. That's why when I take a depression nap at 5 p.m. and I get up, <laughs> everything's totally fucking fine now. And I cook myself breakfast at 9 p.m. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> there's, another, there's another world now. 
uh what is this one called enchanted dominion i guess yeah the maleficent one yeah. mm-hmm uh aqua well the sleeping beauty one but sure maleficent is the one that speaks that's fair uh <laughs> aqua arrives and approaches the castle and sees a light fly out that we can recognize as Aurora's heart from when Ventus did that thing. And Aqua says, I think I'd better take a look inside. So she do. She gets there and she sees Ventus talking to Maleficent. Ventus says, there's no way Tara would hurt somebody like that. And Maleficent says, you don't believe me? That's unfortunate for he agreed so easily. He didn't. He didn't do that. But we know that. Remember that? It was a while ago. He did? <laughs> and then Aqua shows up. Unversed? Aqua shows up <laughs> and says, Vin, don't be fooled. Aqua. Tara would never do that. You know that as well as I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maleficent says, Ah, the truth can be most cruel even amongst the closest of friends. After all, one never knows the secrets of another's heart. I'm sure you will agree, Ventus, Aqua. Aqua says to Ventus, the ma- uh, just ignoring her, I guess. <laughs> yeah. In Ve- in Ventus's story, we get a shot of her like like moping and like walking away, I think, or something. But not here. Anyway, Aqua says, "The master sent me, Ventus. Let's go home." Ventus says, "But Terra, Terra's not ready to leave yet." Sorry, Aqua, but I can't go with you. What? It's just I have to find Terra before it's too late. A goth boy told me he'd be a different person if I waited too long. <laughs> Van runs off. Aqua yells, Van! And she's about to run off after him. But Maleficent says, I see you too wield a keyblade. How do you know about the keyblade? A source of power. A key that opens the hearts of men of entire worlds and allows one to obtain anything and everything. Such a power I find most fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. I use it to summon cheeseburgers sometimes, but like... <laughs> she says, so, Tara, he really... Yes. Now, my dear, that would was... you like to assist me as well? <laughs> that was pretty easy to win Aqua over, huh? Uh-huh. Aqua says, never. I see. Zehanort was right. You are a most stubborn girl. Master Zehanort? How do you... It seems you need time to consider my offer. I won't let you finish your sentence, but I will make the ground disappear below you and you fall into a cell. That's what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yeah, and then she, she goes and then she wakes up in, um, in the cell with another prince who, who gives a shit. Uh, and the prince says, who are you? My name is Aqua. It looks like I was caught in a trap. Why are you here? To prevent me from breaking her evil cor- course. I, I'm her student. She's a really bad professor. I had a real tough time on an earlier sentence, if you recall. It's fine. <laughs> to prevent me from breaking her evil curse. I was to meet the most beautiful girl at a cottage in the Glen, but now my true love lies in an eternal slumber, and I can only break the spell. Why does he talk like a Team Rocket soliloquy? I don't know. To denounce the evils of pure light to and darkness. To meet the most evils of truth and cottage in. He's got to get that pizza. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, shout out to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Is that a local thing? Uh, I'm, isn't it? I don't know, honestly. Hold up. 
Oh no! Apparently, it's not. I I figured it was like a Midwestern chain of some sort. I stand corrected. Shout out to Pizza. <laughs> apparently, there's like oh, founded in Ann Arbor, Michigan, though. Oh, so like, this is a good diversion. <laughs> that will definitely be cut. <laughs> Where were Aqua we? says um, you must really love her because you're talking like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the three fairies appear. The red one says, "Is what you said true?" And the prince says, "Yes, Maleficent told me." The red fairy continues, "Oh, Prince, what's its name? What's his name? It's you." Uh, no, she says, "Oh, Prince Philip, it's you." Now, Philip, the road to true love may be barred by many more dangers, which you alone will have to face. <laughs> Oh, uh, but Aqua says, I'm going with you. There's something I need to know, and Maleficent has the answer. And the Red Fairy says, Sure, whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to face them alone. I didn't say that. Aqua's <laughs> just like, I really need those Powerball numbers, and I trust Maleficent uh, knows them. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, they fight their way out. Is Philip actually even there? Yeah, he's like alongside as they fight, yeah. Cool. He's like a party member. It's real weird for Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, I mean, yeah, they just kind of do the thing, huh? Yeah, they fight, and then the, they see the raven that is associated with Maleficent maybe is her. I don't know. And then it calls the little army of pigs and uh, little crow dudes, and they fight all this. And then they escape the castle and run to the other castle that's good. The good castle, as opposed to the bad castle. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we hear Maleficent voice. A forest of thorns shall be your tomb, wound round the castle in a bower of doom. And I don't know what... What's I, a bower? I don't know. Okay. Thorns do indeed grow around the castle and the bridge leading up to the castle, and Maleficent appears in front of Aqua and Prince Philip as they're running to the castle. They're on the bridge. Aqua says, A bower is a pleasant, shady place under trees or climbing plants in a garden or wood. Oh, so she wants it to be pleasant. But, That's uh, but, nice of her. Well, a bower of doom, you know. But, like, pleasant, it's nice. Pleasant doom, yeah. you know. Aqua says, Maleficent, what did Master Xehanort tell you? Such a pity, child, that you don't have Terra's gift for obedience. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you just did things when I t- said them next to you. Nor can you see how easy it was for him. Terra would never do anything to help you. Quite the contrary. He fully embraced the darkness within himself. Stop lying. See for yourself. Does she actually say this? Uh-huh. Okay. She actually says okay. this. Okay. See for yourself all of the powers of hell. What? And a bunch Sorry? of Satan Kingdom comes Hearts? up. So you're telling me death metal starts playing. Hell is real in the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> universe. Cool. She turns. I can't wait for the Dante's Inferno world in Kingdom <laughs> Hearts three. Oh man, she turns into big dragon. Then they fight it, and uh, oh, I put Terra and Philip win, but you know what I mean, Aqua and Philip win. T and P. Uh, yeah. And then the fairies put some some magic stank on Philip's sword, and then they. Use it to kill Maleficent or whatever. It was totally... I mean, like, she'll be back, we know. But he does a big stabby. Maleficent, dragon, and the thorns all wither away. Uh, It also goes from, like, pitch dark to daylight. 
and Philip runs into the castle to save Aurora, presumably. Uh, we see Maleficent sort of limping away, and Aqua stays back to, like, gloat, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's the power of true love that defeated you. Actually, it was a sword. It was a sword <laughs> that defeated me, she says. I will not be defeated by something as insignificant as love. You don't know the first thing about it. You're too clouded by darkness to see that there's something greater. You should get on, like, OK Cupid or something. Maleficent's well I mean it's kind of Maleficent's whole deal actually is that she's just evil because like she's not invited to things so uh, cut to the prince in the castle just macking on Aurora and then she wakes up or whatever kind of weird to kiss someone in their sleep that you've met like once but I mean uh huh tell me about it but I I, but I mean like uh, hey you have to do this really creepy thing or else she's never gonna wake up and he's like ah beans Fuck. <laughs> How fucked up is it that in the span of one episode of Got It Memorized, uh, Disney properties have decided that not once but twice is kissing someone who you barely know while they're asleep is the key to saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Disney's bad, actually. It's true. Especially old Disney. On top of the fact that they didn't write these stories. They stole them and then it made copyright so yep. fucking tight that you can never use them again. Um, we get a Xehanort report. That's probably a nice change. Uh, we do. Let's see. Uh, there is one more uh, Maleficent oh, Aqua yep, exchange yep, yep. if you want to go over it. Sure. Aqua says, try all you want, but you'll never defeat a heart filled with light. Perhaps. But remember one thing. As long as there is light, there will be darkness. And in time, many more will be drawn to it, and they will all belong to me! <laughs> I'll be back in another game. And she disappears. Aqua says, Tara, you better stay strong for me. You don't? <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, Xehanort Report 6. I don't know who read last. I'll read it. Okay. Then I won't pull it up. <laughs> I just won't really get to do the Xehanort voice a lot in this... Uh... In Aqua's story, really? Oh, so you're, like, really relishing the moment. Uh-huh. Like, ooh, ooh, let me read the report. Uh-huh. Please. <clears throat> Tara, okay, here it is. Tara. <laughs> Tara. This is Xehanort's report. Six. There are families of Keyblades. The Keyblades of Light we yield, Keyblades of Darkness, and Keyblades <laughs> of Heart. <laughs> Why is it so funny? <laughs> I, this is just how I talk. <laughs> the first and second families differ only in origin. Keyblades of Darkness are found in, in the realm of the... <laughs> Fuck. The first and second families differ only in origin. Keyblades of Darkness are found in the realm of darkness and are counterparts to the Keyblades we use in the realm of light. The third type of key, the Keyblade of Heart, came into existence when the world was reorganized after the Keyblade War. Without this key, Kingdom Hearts is forever beyond the person's reach. Only by gathering together seven hearts of pure light, hearts completely devoid of darkness, may one forge a keyblade of heart and open the door to Kingdom Hearts. And, as stated before, (laughs) and if you listen to my first record, uh, you would know that opening this door arguably gives that person control over all worlds and all people. Aforementioned. 
Um, de- he. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't do th- that though, right? Uh... Like he just doesn't. He so okay. What's the difference? So. Getting all the princesses of heart together is what creates the Keyblade of Heart that Riku uses in, well, Ansem Riku uses in Kingdom Hearts 1. Sure. Even though it technically isn't all the princesses of heart because Kyrie isn't there, but. Mm. But that is technically mm. what that is in Kingdom Hearts 1. It's supposed to be exactly mm. that, but mm. Kyrie's not there. Mm. Anyway, if Kyrie were there, would that have been the. Keyblade? Is that the implication? And so uh, this is just one way of making the Keyblade with the equal hearts of equally there... strong heart of light mm-hmm. and heart of darkness thing with Ventus and Venetus is just the other way to do it. Okay, no report text. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna read this because I'm like I'm I'm like half in this conversation because I was half listening. Meanwhile, I'll I'll host the show while you're gone. I'll. This is my Ventus voice. Hey, how did I get so small? <laughs> Isn't it funny when Mickey says the things that a mouse shouldn't say? <laughs> uh, I love hosting. Got it memorized. <laughs> I can't fucking focus on this because this is very good. <laughs> uh, maybe Snap you. back to reality. Maybe. Oh, there goes gravity. May forge a keyblade of heart. I mean, is there just multiple ways to open Kingdom Hearts? Is that the thing? That's probably that's probably it. Because it's one just- is with the keyblade where you need the either the as we'll find in another game the other way to do it or <laughs> uh equal people f- fighting each other. Uh huh. Okay, and then that's one way to open it is with the keyblade. And then the other is gathering the seven princes of heart to make a keyblade of heart. Sure. Even though, is yeah, I guess Xehanort's like trying to do both, but kind of gives up on the princess thing pretty quick, or never really does it. I guess. Uh huh. <laughs> but then, I guess his nobody no his heartless does that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just, I think I, that I think I, that works. Yeah, I'm just now my brain is trying to figure out what the fuck is happening in Kingdom Hearts three, and that's a mistake. Yeah, just don't worry about it yet. <laughs> yeah, just put it off. It'll come out uh-huh. eventually, and then it'll be like a completely different than every trailer is somehow implied it'll be. Yep. Um, after we get that report, we see a shot of Aqua in the cosmos, and there's like. A glimpse of Tara going somewhere, and she says, Tara, where's he going? And she follows. And that's where your notes end, so we're going to end the episode. Yeah, that's long enough. Yep. Where are you on the internet? Twitter.com slash Ghost of Joe. I'm on some other podcasts, such as Bed Bath & Bionicle, which is uh, a mistake that we make every and week. A mistake that's been knocking it out of the fucking park lately. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we tried to do a thing where we recorded every, uh, like, five days in a row every, like, workday that I had, and we gave up. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, there's just, like, three episodes that are in a row, and then, <laughs> eh. Um, those will be hitting the public, but they should be by the time this is out. Uh, and then Interstitial is still releasing 
the one shot um what day is this uh this is coming out right before halloween so that means both of the riverdale parts are out i'm really happy with that one shot um yeah it was a lot of fun and most people have felt that fun to be contagious it's it's riverdale and uh i'm there playing a uh hammer a kimmy from magica magica and uh my friend caitlin is there playing a shigo from kim possible uh, and I reveal that Shigo is almost who I played in season one of Interstitial. And trying to imagine what that would have looked like is wild. So wild. And where are you on the internet, Wheels? Twitter.com slash TheTravisW and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. At the time that you're hearing this, we will, we will have launched our new season, which is playing a game called Tales from the Loop which is set in an alternate history 1980s where there are robots and things. Uh, <laughs> Just you, things. You know, um, you play, all the characters are, uh, ki- are, are like early teenagers or kids. Uh, that's how the game works. And it's sort of supposed to emulate that type of like E.T. or Stranger Things type story where um, the adults aren't helpful in uh solving the problems that the little kids face um it's shaping we've only recorded two episodes of it it's shaping up to be really good that sounds very much my shit i'm excited to hop on that who's uh who's gming uh that is greg Ooh, nice uh you can support this show on patreon patreon.com slash memorize cast you can email us any questions you got about kingdom hearts games at memorizecast at gmail.com what else is there um, you can follow the show on Twitter at MemorizeCast, twitter.com slash MemorizeCast. Uh, end of the pinned tweet on that Twitter page is the link to our Discord server. You can come and uh, talk to us and other listeners. It's a great fun time. Um, there's also channels for Interstitial if you're listening to that show. And you can get episodes of that uh, at Patreon as well. I should have said that then, but too bad I said it now. Also, our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. I think that's it. Sounds like it to me. Those were the Land of Departure, Castle of Dreams, Dwarf Woodlands, and Enchanted Dominion from Aqua's perspective. Got Got it. it. Memorized? We were together. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.